Welcome to the Strong Mamas Podcast, where we're talking about our fitness and food choices as moms in real life and in light of our faith as Christ followers. I'm your host, Megan Dahlman, and together we'll be exploring what it means to be a healthy, strong mama in the middle of a culture that's obsessed with vanity. This podcast is all about helping and equipping you to take better care of yourself and the ones you love. Hey friends, welcome back to the Strong Mamas podcast. I am so glad that you're here, that you carved out some time in your busy day to join me and to learn a little bit more about your fitness, your nutrition, and the state of your heart in relation to all of it. This is good, important stuff that I know can be very difficult and frustrating for you at times. And my hope is that with every episode of the Strong Mamas podcast, that you're gaining a little bit more clarity that the burden of figuring out how to take care of your own body well is starting to lift, and that you can feel that your attitude about your body and about exercise and food is shifting and it's changing in a positive way. Those things are so important to me. I, I care that you're healthy. I care that you're fit and that you're eating well, but really I care about your heart in the midst of it all. Remember, you guys, that good change, good progress, the best kind of progress is often very slow, almost imperceptible while it's happening. And this kind of progress happens when you simply soak in good wisdom and teaching and truth from the scripture. You just kind of saturate yourself in it and it will change you. I think we're so used to change and progress being this big dramatic overnight overhaul And we get frustrated when it's slow. And I just want to remind you that often the slow progress, the slow changes, they're good. They're really, really good too. And God has a way of transforming our hearts and our minds over time without us really noticing while it's happening. And then at some point, we can kind of look back and say, oh my word, I am a totally different person right now than I was two years ago without an overhaul or without anything majorly drastic. You know, sometimes he does that. Sometimes he has to really get our attention with something huge, something big. But I'd say more often than not, it's this gentle, almost massaging of our hearts forward. And that's usually how he transforms us and changes us. And that's really what I want for you too. At some point, I really want you to be able to stop and say, wow, I'm actually consistently making healthier choices than I was a year ago. My food habits actually look a lot better. I'm actually exercising consistently too. And I'm just far more conscious about the way my body works and moves and operates. And it's fun. And I'm, I'm finding that I'm not really afraid of the challenge of it all. And actually, the bits of me that used to be obsessed or have that all or nothing, kind of that perfectionist mindset, they're just really not there anymore. I truly feel like my perspective has really changed. Stop and think back for yourself even. Could you say those things about yourself a year ago and are you able to say them now? Those are awesome. Those are worth noticing. And that's what I hope for you as you continue to grow and mature and kind of come along with me on this journey with the Strong Mamas podcast. So today's episode is definitely a very important piece of this big puzzle. 
And I'm going to be flying solo with you today. My co-host and husband extraordinaire Scott is out this week, so it's just you and me, my friend. And we're going to have a really great talk about the scale and measuring our progress, specifically by just the scale, and learning how to celebrate victories wherever we can. You're in for quite a treat with today's episode. This is something I'm really passionate about. And if you've been following me and coaching under me for any amount of time, I'm sure you've become passionate about this too. So this is going to be good. Now, before we jump into the nitty gritty of learning about non-scale victories, we have a little bit of business to go over. I need to remind you to stop what you're doing right now and just go rate the show. You can actually put this on pause and head over to either iTunes or wherever you're listening and go say something nice about the Strong Mamas podcast. No pressure or anything, obviously, but the more ratings and reviews a show has, the more that popular platforms like iTunes will actively show it to other people. They'll suggest it as a good resource for other people to listen to. I'm sure you've seen that too. Kind of, hey, check out this podcast episode based on what you've liked to listen to in the past. So the more reviews that we have here on the ep- on this podcast, the more it will be shown to other people too. And I'd love for that to happen. So if you can go take a quick couple moments and do that, that would be so, so great. And I have to ask you also, are you on my newsletter list yet? If not, you need to be, okay? Every week, and actually sometimes a couple times a week, I personally send out an email And I send one out every single time a new podcast is released. And frequently, and just this last Saturday, I sent out an email with a great workout for you to try. Um, Sometimes I do a recipe or good nutrition tips that you definitely don't want to miss. Being on my newsletter list is the absolute best way to know what's going on with Strong Mamas, when new things are getting released, and also when the Strong Mamas coaching program opens up for registration, by the way, which is only two or three times a year. So if you're not already getting my newsletter, you need to go take care of that right away because I don't want you to miss anything, okay? So you can head on over to strong-mamas, M-O-M-M-A-S.com and look for the purple button down in the corner that says sign up. Or I'm also going to put a link in the show notes to a place where you can sign up for the newsletter. So make sure that you're on my list, you guys. Finally, the Strong Mamas Squad, you guys, this community is growing and it's awesome. I want to make sure that you are a part of this community too. It's a private Facebook group for all Strong Mamas listeners. It's for anybody that wants to be a part of it. In the Strong Mamas Squad, we take a much closer look at each podcast episode and have some more conversations surrounding each topic. This is a great place to connect with other mamas around fitness, get your questions answered, talk about nutrition, mom life, and definitely Jesus. So if you feel like you've been needing some accountability and support for your health journey, but in a safe and trustworthy place to learn more about your own self-care without that feeling to be of pressure to be perfect or to do all this really obsessively, then the Strong Mama Squad is the place for you. So go check out the show details for the link to request to join the group. All right, you guys. So on today's episode, I really want to talk with you deeper about what we call sometimes in our coaching program NSVs or non-scale victories. And 
I want us to learn how to celebrate things that are more than just weight loss. I feel like this is so, so important for us as women to understand that there is far more to celebrate along the journey than just weight loss. And yes, that's a really great blanket blanket statement and we could leave it there and move on, but I really want to unwrap this and uncover it. And I want to tell you a story, okay? This is a story about a woman named Emma. She she was older in her 80s, I'd say, and she lived alone in a fairly kind of non-distinct house. Nothing fancy about it by any means. And in fact, Emma wasn't really all, all that fancy herself. Some might say that she was pretty poor. She didn't have much to her name, and even her prized treasures weren't all that valuable. But she really liked jewelry, especially earrings. It was pretty cute, actually. Everyone knew that whenever Emma went out, she always made a point to put on a pair of her special earrings. And guys, they were just like costume jewelry. There wasn't anything valuable about them. They were just like plastic and a bit tacky. But these earrings were her signature. Everyone knew that if they saw Emma, she would have her earrings on. Her neighbors, her friends, her family members, and everyone at her little church knew her for her earrings. She only had about five pairs. It wasn't a lot, not a huge variety even, but it was enough to bring a smile to her face and everyone else's faces when they met her. Okay, so one day though, Emma lost one of her earrings. It was it was tragic. And she even felt that same wave of panic roll through her old body. The same way we all have when we've lost something that was really valuable to us. And as soon as she realized that one of her earrings was missing, she stopped everything. She just shut down everything. She flipped on all the lights in the entire house fish out her flashlights, and she began scouring the house on her old hands and knees for hours. It was painful and tedious, but it was worth it to her. She loved that earring. Some of us would probably say, man, just let it go, okay? It's just a cheap earring. We'll find something else. It's really not worth it. But she kept searching, and she finally found it. Now, when she found it, she called her neighbors and her friends and say, you have to come over and celebrate with me. I finally found the earring that I lost. It was so cute. It was worth so much to her. She celebrated the heck out of that seemingly small victory. This was not a diamond earring, obviously, or even like a hundred dollar bill. That earring was probably worth like maybe $5 at best. But Emma still rejoiced and even hosted a little party for her friends, all because of this darn earring. Now, does this story sound at all familiar to you? This story is based on a parable that Jesus told in Luke 15, 8 through 10. Much like Emma, the woman in Jesus' parable lost a coin, a single coin. But she only had 10 coins, kind of like Emma had five pairs of earrings, so 10 total. In the grand scheme of things, it wasn't worth very much, but as soon as the woman in Jesus' parable found her lost coin, she threw a party and celebrated the heck out of it. And Jesus said, in the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. Just before that parable about the lost coin, he tells the parable of the lost sheep. 
You know, the shepherd who lost one sheep out of a hundred. One out of 100 is even a smaller fraction of the whole than the woman who lost one out of 10, right? But the shepherd finds this one out of 100 sheep and he calls everyone together and rejoices and celebrates over that one small sheep that was lost. And then just after the lost coin parable, Jesus then shares about the prodigal son that finally returns Remember the story, he went wayward, he made a lot of bad choices, and finally circled back and returned to his father. And there was a huge celebration, a massive party that took place. So there's always this interesting contrast between seemingly invaluable and the size of the celebration, kind of the size of the feeling of the sense of victory and the amount of celebration that happens. So small victory huge celebration. Now listen, you guys, the kingdom of heaven, God's kingdom, the kingdom that we belong to as believers in Christ is a kingdom that celebrates victories, even small ones. So major celebrations for what feel like very minor victories. And I think that our natural instinct is to downplay small markers of progress and growth and positive change Saying that is just not that exciting or all that valuable. You know, we are the one that's like, oh, you lost one earring. You know, that single earring, it's just not that worth that much. You know, oh, yay, you found it again. Let's, it's not a big deal. Let's not throw a party about it. And we tend to say, well, I'll just wait to celebrate when I have something really good to celebrate, something really good to show for myself, when some major changes are happening. But even these small changes that are happening right now, you know, it's just not a really big deal. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Sure, it feels positive, but there and they might not even be the particular changes I was hoping for. So it's definitely not. I'm not going to celebrate that. Like it's not even worth noticing the victory. But what I want us to do, what I want you to do is to find the victories everywhere you can even the smallest ones, and then celebrate the heck out of them. That's what our kingdom does. That's what God does. And that's what we need to be doing too along this journey, okay? So I feel like when we're wanting to make progress with our bodies, right? We set out some goals for ourselves, and we want to see change and we want to make forward progress. It's so difficult to not let the scale be our only marker of progress, right? I feel like we're so familiar with that measurement of progress. Losing weight has become kind of the only change in our bodies that's even worth celebrating, the only victory worth acknowledging. And it's no wonder to me, really, weight loss, especially large amounts of it, they're visible. You know, others can notice it and it's something that we can feel impressive about. Usually that's the only thing that other people really comment on right? If they see progress in our bodies. No one's commenting on your cholesterol improving. (laughs) Like, hey, I noticed that your cholesterol numbers are improving. Great job. Let's celebrate. It's just not visible, right? So we feel like we want to be noticed. We want to have a change that's noticeable, something that we can show for all of our efforts. And before and after stories about transformation, they're almost always about weight loss, right? A diet is only as good as the amount of weight that it helps you lose. 
You know, no one's signing up for popular diets if they say, hey, this will help you lose two pounds in the next two months. It's like, what? <laughs> that's, that's not very much. You know, people are signing up for the diets that are like, this will help you lose eight pounds in one week. Like, yeah, that's a lot of weight loss. That's the one I want, right? And even workout classes, they are only as good as the total number of calories it says it'll burn, which in turn is going to help you lose that weight, right? And so people are flocking to classes that are like, this one's going to help you burn 800 calories. No, this one's going to help you burn 810 calories. And it's just all this end game of trying to get the weight loss. Weight loss has become our gold standard for progress. We've come to believe that getting healthier and getting in better shape means that the scale will go down. But you guys... If we're only ever using the scale as our only measure of progress, we're going to get defeated and feel like a failure. It's going to happen. I've seen this happen over and over and over again. Just about every week, I have, I have a coaching call with a client or a member in my online coaching program that's frustrated because the scale is not moving the way they want it to be. Maybe it's not moving at all. Maybe it's moving very slowly. Maybe it's moving in the wrong direction. They're working hard. They're doing all the right things. And it feels like it's not working. And it's because that scale is not budging. And they want to give up. It's horribly discouraging and very defeating. And I'm sure you know what this feels like. Most of us do. We've been there. We feel like, man, I'm doing all the right things and the weight is not changing. I'm not losing weight. But guys, do you remember way, way, way back on episode number six, this episode was titled, Should You Be Weighing Yourself? And if you have not listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it after this one. I taught you in that episode all the things that the scale is actually weighing. And the fact that when you step on it, it's weighing so much more than just your fat. I broke down that the scale is actually weighing your fat and your muscles and your bones and your organs, the water, even your nervous system, like your brain. Your brain is heavy. And the heavier your brain is, the better, right? And it's even measuring changeable things like glycogen. Glycogen is is your body's little storage packets in your muscles. As they grow, when you become more fit, they are actually really, really, really heavy. And some people, those glycogen stores can weigh six to eight pounds. That's a lot. So here's the thing, though. I need you to see, though, that yes, the scale is there and we can use it as a marker of progress, especially for some of us who do have some body fat that we would like to lose. However, I need you to see that there are far more markers of progress, clues that changes are actually happening in your body. And each of these indicators of progress are worth celebrating, okay? Now, why is it important to recognize and celebrate even the smallest victory? Why is it important to become like Emma, who celebrated the tiniest earring that she finally found, or the lost coin that was found, or the lost sheep, or the, you know, the seemingly small victory? Why is it important for us to make sure that we're celebrating also? Guys, when you can celebrate these small victories along the way, it's going to give you encouragement to keep going. And it prevents that discouragement that we can feel. It prevents that discouragement from setting in. 
these non-scale victories, and I'm going to list a whole lot of them, okay? These non-scale victories become your stepping stones that you can firmly stand on, okay? When you're trying to make your way across to the other side. I want you to kind of picture like a, let's say like a river, you know, and you're standing on one side and you know that your goal is to get over to the other side. And each of the small victories along the way are like your small stepping stones, something firm to stand on. It gives you grounding to help you keep going. And it's so important to stop and notice those stepping stones, those little victories along the way. Also, even these small victories, these small changes provide proof that you are capable of change. (laughs) I think sometimes we get stuck in our minds thinking, I'm not capable of changing. Nothing's changing. Every time I try, nothing is changing. And I'm just, I guess I'm just not capable of making any changes. But when we stop and actually notice, no, actually this is changing. This is changing too. This is improving. This is proof to yourself that you are absolutely capable of change. When we're assuming that all of our hard work is not paying off because the scale is not changing, these little victories are proving to ourselves otherwise. They're proving, no, no, no. You are still capable of change. Even though the scale is not moving, you're still capable of creating change. Also, noticing these small victories, it gives you an opportunity for gratitude. Don't overlook this. We need to be able to, be, to stop and be thankful for the work that's being done. We're so used to being greedy about our progress. We want it now. We want to see change now right? We want the overnight change. We want to see the scale drop. Now I want that 10 pounds lost. Now, yesterday even. And we're constantly dissatisfied and discontent. But when we can notice the victories, we have something to be thankful for. We have something to thank God for, to celebrate with, and to rejoice over. Another thing is that celebrating, recognizing and celebrating these small victories it gives you some a small piece of contentment to cling to in the midst of trying to make change. Whenever we're trying to make changes happen, it feels really hard to also be content and satisfied at the same time. Think about that. You have a goal that you're trying to get to, which means that you're pushing, you're moving, you're trying to progress. And so often it's really difficult for us to also feel contentment in the middle of that, in the middle of trying to pursue goals. But when we can stop and notice all the little victories along the way, we can latch onto these small pieces of contentment and that keeps us going. We can say, yes, I am still working towards something, but I'm pleased and content that I have gotten this far already. What a big perspective there. What a really great perspective to have. Also, guys, noticing the non-skill victories gives you clues as to what is actually working. (laughs) Okay, I think we need this. So perhaps you've committed to eating pros, you know, protein and produce with each meal. And now one month later, you have a handful of positive changes that you can clearly identify. Maybe those changes don't include weight loss at all or maybe very minimal weight loss, but you have a whole lot of changes that you're like, hey, look, these things are all changing. So this is a clue that what I'm doing is working and I should keep going. 
I can't tell you how many times I've had a phone call with someone and we're like, hey, look, this is working. Yeah, there's no reason to change it up. Let's just keep going. This is great. You're doing awesome. If it's something that you can consistently do, why make it harder? Because we're seeing change. This is good. This is why it's so important to stop and recognize even the smallest victories, okay? It's going to keep discouragement at bay. It's going to prove to yourself that you are capable of changing. It's going to give you an opportunity for gratitude, some contentment to cling to, and then also just a clue as to what's working. Okay, now I want to give you a whole long list of non-scale victories, okay, of those NSVs, victories, things that are very clear markers of positive progress. And as I ask you these questions, because I'm going to form them, I'm going to create them in a question format, okay? Be honest as you're answering these questions in your mind and allow yourself to notice all of these non-weight loss related changes that are happening in you, okay? So first, very important non-scale victory and kind of practical too. And actually, a lot of these are super practical. Let me ask you, are your workouts easier now than when you started them? Hey, I mean, seriously, look back. So if you have a whole list of workouts that you've been working on, maybe they progress. You know, the way I design workouts, they, they get harder from week one all the way up to week four. Then they change and get a little different. Look back to the very first workout that you started maybe a couple months ago. If you could go back and do that workout right now, would it seem really, really easy to you? And if the answer is yes, then that is a very clear indication that you have improved, okay? Another question, are you recovering more quickly from your workouts? Maybe your workouts don't make you quite as sore as they did in the very beginning. That is a clear indicator that you're stronger, your muscles are more, res- more resilient, they can recover better, they are healthier tissues. Also, does your body hurt less in general? I think a lot of people start a workout program or begin exercising and they realize like, or they don't realize how much pain <laughs> they were kind of living in all the time, you know, achy knees, a back that was cranky, shoulders that always hurt. But now they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm not actually in pain. (laughs) I feel pretty good. So that's another really good indication that you're in better shape. Do you feel stronger in general? Can you feel your muscles operating in certain ways? And do you just have better body awareness? Like, are you the one now that steps in to a physical challenge without hesitating? Because you know that your body is strong enough to handle it. Notice that. That's a big indicator that you have changed, you've grown, and you've gotten a lot stronger than where you were. Is your balance better? This is a really good one because I think when a lot of people begin a workout program, especially my workout programs, I include a lot of balance work in them. And it's usually an eye-opener for someone in the beginning to be like, man, my balance is bad. (laughs) But it usually doesn't take very long for the balance to improve. And that is another really great indicator of progress. Like, that's awesome. Are those single leg deadlifts way easier now than the first time you did them? Can you do a single leg squat? Can you stand on one foot? Can you hold a split squat position without feeling like you're tipping over? Those are all good indicators that your core is stronger. Your hips are engaging better. You have better alignment and greater proprioception 
which is just your nerves and muscles firing in coordination to hold you upright better. All really, really good things. Also, are you actually enjoying exercise now for the first time in your life? You know, all else being equal, you know, maybe you're not experiencing a whole lot of change, but maybe you're actually having fun. That is awesome. That is a progress, a victory worth celebrating. Absolutely. If you are actually enjoying the process and you look forward to your workouts, you look forward to the way you feel when your workouts are done, that is a victory worth celebrating, okay? Now kind of more on the eating side of things. Do your eating habits look better right now than they did before, maybe just a couple months ago? Are you eating a little bit more conscientiously now? Maybe than when you started listening to the podcast. Are you eating more vegetables? Can you say that about yourself? Man, I actually eat way more veggies now than I did a year ago. Maybe less processed foods. Maybe the mantra of eating your pros is now constantly in your mind and it's guiding your food choices always. That is a really good indicator that you're just eating healthier in general. Also, do you find yourself in situations where maybe in the past you might have mindlessly snacked, you know, kind of that just munching brainlessly, just shoving food in your mouth, but now you catch yourself and you can stop and have that self-control and that intuition, the awareness, and you can find yourself, you find yourself making better choices in those situations. That's definitely a victory worth celebrating. Good grief. That's a big deal. Do you have a better relationship with food now than you did before? Maybe a year ago, food was always your enemy. You were in constant battle with food. This war between man, I'm always fighting these temptations. I feel like I'm constantly giving in and then I feel like I need to avoid it and this restriction. And now and now, your relationship with food looks so different. Now you want to eat food for the nutrients that it has. Maybe now you want to enjoy food. You're finding yourself able to enjoy splurges now without feeling guilty. Those are all indicators that your mind and your relationship with food your attitude about food is progressing and improving. That is a big victory. That's definitely worth celebrating. Also, do you have more energy? I have a client where identifying victories is really challenging for her. She's more likely to see all the negative things, the things she's not doing well. And this is when I constantly ask her, I'm like, how's your energy this week? And without a doubt, she'll say, you know what? I've been feeling pretty energetic, actually. When I wake up in the morning, I don't feel like I need to crawl right back in bed. And I'm like, that is a big deal. That is progress. That means that you are getting healthier. Even though you can't identify anything else or really pinpoint exactly what's improving, the fact that you feel like you have more energy, just that alone, is an indicator that things are changing and moving in the right direction. Okay. Also, are you sleeping better? If you're sleeping better and you feel like you're no longer, you know, waking up haphazardly in the middle of the night or your sleep habits are all over the place, maybe you're making a better point to go to bed on at a certain time. And because of that, you feel like you're able to manage your stress better. Everything is just kind of lining up a little bit better just because of your sleep. That's worth celebrating right there. That's a big deal. No, that's not weight loss, but it's sure going to help you lead to that if that's what you need. 
And so you need to stop and celebrate the fact that you're sleeping better. That's a big deal. Also, have you observed that you're more resistant to illnesses than you were before? This is kind of something that's eye-opening to some people. They'll, they'll tell me, you know what? I didn't realize it, but man, in years past, I would just catch every single cold that came my way. And now I, I got like one tiny cold and it didn't last very long. And I felt like I was just, my immune system must just be better now. That is a really good positive change. That's awesome. That is definitely worth celebrating. Okay, what about your blood profiles? Is your blood pressure better? Maybe your cholesterol numbers, are they lower? There's someone that I coach who recently posted her blood profile readout and she took it, she had it measured about a year ago and then had it measured again. And amazing, her cholesterol has dropped by 53 points. That's a big, big deal. I'm not sure if she's necessarily lost very much weight, you know, which is usually the measure of progress that you're getting healthier, but her cholesterol has dropped by 53 points. That is huge. That is a good indicator that, wow, the things she is doing is they're working. Okay. Notice those. (laughs) Definitely celebrate that. Also, you know, more practically, the things, the non-scale victories that we're more familiar with, like, do your clothes fit better? You know, maybe the scale has not budged at all, but now when you try on that shirt, it just fits a little nicer. It doesn't feel as clingy, not as uncomfortable, not as tight. Your clothes just feel a little bit better. Maybe even just the way your muscles have changed make you fill out your clothes in a slightly different way and you feel more athletic. Maybe your girth measurements have decreased. There's someone I was talking to recently and she was frustrated because the scale hadn't budged at all. You know, no changes on the scale. But just kind of offhand, she mentioned to me that she had lost nearly two inches in girth measurements in just one month. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? That is huge. That is a really, really, really big deal. That is a lot. And if that trend keeps going, that means that in four more months, you're going to be losing eight more inches. That's a huge change. Maybe your girth measurements have gone up in certain areas of your body. You know, maybe around your thighs, that girth measurement has grown. Or maybe around your biceps, that girth measurement has grown. That is a good indicator that you are positively gaining good, healthy muscle mass, which is so important for your body. That is worth celebrating, okay? Also, can you say now that you're more consistent with your habits than you were a couple months ago? If you can say, man, I look at the way I was treating my exercise way back in September and I was all over the place. You know, one week I would do like five workouts, the next week I would do one, and then I would do like none, and it was a mess. You know, my eating habits were a mess, but now I'm pretty consistently doing two workouts a week and I'm consistently making healthier choices. That is a big deal. That is progress. That is growth. That's definitely worth celebrating. Also, finally, this is kind of the last one I want to list with you. Has the way you view and think about your body improved? Are you capturing negative thoughts about your body more readily? And are you replacing them with truth better? And if this is happening, this might be the victory most worthy of celebrating. 
if nothing else changes, if this thing changes, if the, if the way you think and view your body has changed, I will celebrate with you. I will come over there and throw a major party with you and celebrate the heck out of that because that is a big, big deal. I feel like this list could go on and on and on, you guys. And what I want you to kind of visualize here is that on one side, okay, we have this really long list of things we're celebrating. Awesome things, you know, incredible proof that what you're doing is good and valuable and worth doing and changes are happening, really good, positive changes. And I want you to picture on the other side, a list of just one thing on it, weight loss. And I think this is a good picture of how most of us value progress. Often we want only the list with that one thing on it, right? We think like, honestly, if I could just have that one thing, I will finally be happy. Still, for some of us, that weight loss is just somehow the most important thing about above all else. But make sure you notice the long list, the big, the big list, the victories that are happening all along the way. Now, listen, I'm not saying that weight loss doesn't also need to be or, or can't also be on that long list of victories. Very often it is. I think we just have simply come to believe that it's the only thing that matters. It's the only victory worth celebrating. But guys, I want you to see that many of us, most of us, have a really long list of things that are worth throwing a gigantic party over, okay? So imagine yourself, and this, this could be a really challenging concept for some of you guys, Imagine yourself six months from now. If I told you that you were going to achieve all of those things that I just mentioned, all of those non-skill victories, that really long list, you know, like your blood profile is going to change, your clothes were going to fit better, your girth measurements were going to change, you're going to be more consistent, you're going to enjoy working out, you're going to be stronger, your balance is going to be better, your body will hurt less, you're going to eat healthier, you're going to have more energy and sleep better. If I were to tell you that you were going to achieve all of those things in the next six months, but the number on the scale would still read the same, would it still be worth it for you? Would you still do it? My hope is that most of you would say yes. My hope is that truly in your heart, you would recognize like, yeah, it would still be worth it for me. Even if the number never changes, I can see the value in all of those things that seemingly, you know, our culture, our society might say, eh, those aren't quite as valuable as weight loss. I would hope that you start to see the value in all of those other non-scale victories. So what I want you to do, I want you to stop and make a list of things that are going well for you right now. Make the list as long as possible. Write out as many things as you can notice that are positive changes that are happening right now. You need this proof. You need to be encouraged. You need to see that that you are capable of making changes and capable of making forward progress. Continue to add to this list as often as you can. Remember, no victory is too small. There's nothing that is too small to put on that list, okay? If you found yourself in a moment yesterday where you thought about your posture and you stood a little straighter, there you go. That is worth celebrating. That is absolutely a victory, okay? 
Remember, we belong to a kingdom where it's now in our DNA to celebrate small, seemingly worthless things. And the more we can do that, the more joy and encouragement we're going to feel in this process. And we might have a whole group of women that have incredible victories to share, incredible testimonies to share, but maybe none of us has a weight loss story. And I would say that would be okay. I want to leave you with a verse that I think is extremely fitting. Let this verse be a benediction for you. Kind of a call to arms while you head back out into battle as soon as this episode is over. Because you're going to get pressured once again to think that, man, I really just need weight loss. <sighs> okay, so this is your call to arms and your, your kind of your battle stand, all right? This is 1 Corinthians 15, 57 through 58. It says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Do not forget that, okay? That's 1 Corinthians 15, 57 through 58. Write that on your mirror. Take it with you everywhere you can go and never stop celebrating every single victory that comes along the way. All right, you guys, that's all we have time for today. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode of the Strong Mamas podcast. Don't forget, take a quick minute to go rate the show, leave a quick review. It helps us out so much. And if you want to continue the conversation and join a huge celebration party, celebrating all of your small and seemingly worthless victories, but the things that are absolutely worth celebrating that'll keep you going and encouraged, make sure you join the Strong Mamas Squad this week, okay? Because we're going to have a big party there. (laughs) Don't forget, there's a link to join that in the show notes. And until next week, we'll talk to you later.